Okay. Uh, well, Teague, we are live. Live in February. How are you today? Pretty tired, thank you. And yeah. <laughs> uh, remarkably not tired. I, I should be tired, but uh, here, let me just grab my coffee here. Yeah, so what were we saying? I'm good. I'm surprisingly not tired. Uh, I thought I would be more. I went to bed super late. I should be tired. Maybe I'm going to crash in two hours. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, this is... Only my second copy of the day, really, even, too, so, you know. Okay, not bad. Surprisingly good. Well, again, it's our first, uh, not our first one this year. <laughs> it's almost our first one this year. <laughs> our second one this year, right? We've been, it's been a little disjointed with us lately. Yeah, we, yeah. we recorded a bunch before the, the holidays, and then I was just away last week, or two weeks ago, right? Yeah, not not the usual schedule, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, how do we do this? Welcome back to Noob Talk Radio, everyone. Uh, I'm Joshua Osborne. With me here is T. Henderson. And uh, I can't ask 80, you how you're doing. Episode 84. I already did it. Episode 84. Mm-hmm. Uh, episode 84 of Noob Talk. And uh, yeah, it's going to be another regularly scheduled news episode for you. After uh, special guest co-host Michael Evans, friend of the show Michael Evans last time, which was hopefully a delightful episode. I know the sound quality was very bad. I apologize. These things happen. <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like everything sounded great when I tested it and then... For, it's like someone's mic must slip halfway. You know what I yeah, mean? Like, yeah. uh, but uh, anyways, uh, but I thought it was a pretty a pretty fun show, um, and a lot of topics that I would love to circle back to a point at some point in time. Yes. You know, one t- uh, you know one thing also that I'd love to talk to you about that I it's a it's a matzo ball, but I wouldn't mind having like maybe a fireside chat about sometime is the whole. Remember how we were talking about? Uh, wow, I really just went right into it. How we were talking about that PlayStation thing last time. Um, PlayStation thing. <laughs> That's Gotta not be a the... little more specific, Josh. I'm sorry. I, uh, that PlayStation thing. <laughs> it's basically a PlayStation podcast. Um, the thing about the accounts. Remember how pe- people, a whole bunch of people, got their accounts banned, and Sony had like no official comment whatsoever. Oh, vaguely. A bu- yeah, a bunch of accounts. Very was just, vaguely. Yeah. Well, it was really underreported, right? Mm-hmm. And like it, it wasn't uh, discussed very much, uh, which I was uh, mildly horrified by. Let's say. Um, but yeah, a bunch of users got their account suspended, banned. A lot of them got it back. Mm-hmm. Uh, most of them got it back. Some of them didn't. And the weird thing about the whole thing is not necessarily that perhaps some account accident happens or some, you know, automated bot somewhere is triggered and like a bunch of shit goes off, right? It's more that like, okay, it didn't get restored for everyone. Nobody knows why. And Sony had zero official comment about the entire event, right? Uh-huh. That's the weird thing, you know, and it's like that didn't used to matter so much. But in today's day and age, when like everything's digital and like you're into, you know, we are very largely at the mercy of these companies for all of our gaming, right? More than that. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, it's really a different landscape for that kind of thing to happen than it used to be. And we don't think about these things in terms of like, like when I think about account bannings, I usually think stuff like, oh, you know, I use some racial slur on someone while playing Call of Duty. I got banned from playing Call of Duty online, right? I like, feel like that doesn't ever happen. Like that, that, that strikes me as a, a fictional situation that you just discussed. D- was using racial? Stuff? No, no, no. That somebody in <laughs> Call of Duty there. got banned for using a racial slur. Are you joking? Have you never seen any Call of Duty gameplay? I, I have, z- with my knowledge of Call of Duty, I have zero idea whether you're okay, being well, serious let's or joking see, right Let's now. just see if anybody, I mean, like, there's a good possibility that people think I'm crazy, but, like, no, I'm pretty sure that's, like, every Call of Duty lobby ever. Right, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, So, I'd be shocked if people got banned for that, you know? Like, maybe Microsoft more, but PlayStation? I don't know. Like, I, 
I doubt it. This is this is just my um, what's the word? Ignorant assumptions about uh, what people do and do not get banned for. I have no idea. I you know, I really feel like they do not ban for that. I don't know. I don't know. I've never maybe done some it. particularly nasty racial slurs. I don't know. I don't know. But I mean, <laughs> I've heard some crazy shit um, that's just you know blown my mind. And <laughs> fair, fair. I don't know. Um, well, anyways. Theoretically, people are somewhere getting banned for racial slurs somewhere. I don't, I'm just making, whatever thing it is they get banned for, I don't know. You can get banned for stuff, yeah. But people get banned for stuff, right? Yeah. And it, you know, I always used to think of that as like, oh, it's no big deal. It's like, yeah, you have impolite behavior in a game, you get banned from these social services, Mm -hmm. right? Which to me seems like completely appropriate. It's like, is it on a case by case basis? Was it appropriate or not for the, for what the person did? Who knows? But it's like, Okay, it's just, you know, yeah, you're getting cut out from a specific social space or you can't use the online features. But what I don't think about with that thing, which I think it actually is today, is that it's not that simple. It's, it's really, it's like, like if you, I think if you get banned by PlayStation, you just can't use the content. Like you can't download any new content. You can't access the store. Like, oh yeah, no, I don't think so. You have all the shit that's like on your console. Like they, they're not going to take it away. But your your access to like if you have downloaded a game you previously paid for, you now can't buy that. You can't to get that game again, right? So it's like I honestly have no idea how it works. Um, I think that's how it works. I mean, like I said, we should have a discussion about this sometime because it's a fun topic. But um, my mild research into it made me believe that yeah, it, it is pretty like getting banned from one of these systems is is pretty fucking bad news. It's not just like you can't play online games or something. It's like hmm. oh, you can't. Like, if you previously bought a game and you deleted it, you now can't download it down again, right? Hmm. Like, like th- something you paid for, because we don't like you, air quotes, you can't that access That seems insane. Your... Well, I, I dug into this because, um, I guess here we are just talking about it, but <laughs> for intents and purposes, we're, I suppose we're, we're in a fireside chat now, T. Uh, is it 80, episode 84 or is it fireside chat? I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, there was this whole... Um, uh, I guess we'll just say disclaimer. None of us have researched this, right? So we're just we're just we shouldn't even be firing off the hip. We shouldn't even be talking about it. If we we don't even know, we can we find out. <laughs> we can find out about this in no time. Look into it for an afternoon and be like, oh, okay, this guy claims this. This yeah, guy claims yeah, this. Yeah. You know, like. Uh, <laughs> All right. Well, we'll save that for some other time. Yeah, but yeah. let's just say there's an interesting conversation to be had around how different it is today, the digital landscape versus like. Just in terms of like owning your product and like what the company has, and it's like, yeah, it's really, it's just really different because now it's like if they want to ban you from something, it's like we're taking away the books you bought. It's like Renault Bray coming to your house and being like, "I'll just have those back now, please," mm-hmm. because you didn't behave or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is a it's all fireside. Different, so. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's an interesting, and it's. I really feel like it's something that we should be talking about a lot more than maybe we do. Fair enough. And when I say we, I don't just mean me and you. I mean no, no. like you know the royal we, right? Uh, but anyways, uh, all that, you know, massive tangents aside, like I said, Noob Talk Radio, episode 84, um, and we were going to leap in with a very small general discussion that will not go very far at all because I think neither of us cares too much about it, about basically what the fuck is Power World. Teague, can you elucidate me on what the fuck is Power World? Yeah, if you don't know what Power World is right now, <laughs> then you don't need to know. <laughs> Continue on living your life. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> no, it's a may I devil's advocate you. <laughs> yeah, go for it. I was just gonna say, is 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 a game that probably by now has paced past twenty million, but as of what twelve days ago uh, has reached more than nineteen million total players. <laughs> How? I just have so many questions. You know, it's like all I know from the outside is okay. Power World is some like 
survival game, crafting, Pokemon, guns, mix shit. Mm-hmm. Right? This is what I see from the outside. I see, I look at it and I see sort of like, I look at it with the same eyes that I look at, say, Roblox. You know what I mean? Where I'm just okay. like, mm-hmm. I don't understand this whole world. Clearly, this is some phenomenon amongst, I assume, youngsters. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anything, I mean, surpasses 19 million total players in like i think it was just over a week of being out like this is like it's completely insane yeah it is wild it wait, wait, it's, uh, let me find the actual yeah it hit more than 19 million total players uh, since launching two weeks ago i mean this was written january 31st obviously but um that's it, insane though. it is a, and we're not talking about a free-to-play game here right this is a 29.99 game it's, it's a paid game uh it's on steam it's on Xbox Game Pass, um, free on Game Pass. It's been a huge success from from Game Pass. There's been official news from Microsoft. Well, official news. They've acknowledged its success um, publicly mm-hmm. and just been like, you know, we're so happy about Power World, blah blah blah. Like, happy to have it on Game Pass, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. It's just, I don't know. It's a crazy phenomenon, and I don't have, z- have zero idea what to make of this. But apparently, it's extremely important because 19 million people are playing it. Well, hey. that's maybe it's maybe it's 25 million now. That was like two weeks ago. I don't yeah, know. yeah, possible. <laughs> what do you think? I mean. To me, what I've seen looks like a mix between Pokemon, um, Fortnite, Arc, and maybe Minecraft. I I don't that know. Sounds like an excellent. Uh, that's I, actually I an excellent way of breaking it down. It I could think. be like. I don't think you're wrong. Yeah. No, that, that's a really nice. Uh, yeah. It's a synthesis of a bunch of these sort of like hit jars kind of. That was. It seemed way more complicated than I was interested in diving into you know like there sure. i yeah. just saw somebody talking about it i watched the trailer it. honestly like, yeah. like a three I minute trailer i saw a couple of minutes of gameplay and somebody was talking about it and it was very much over my head like yeah. um i think i sort of got a little bit here and there yeah but um it seems like it would be pretty uh it seems like there's quite a bit going on there yeah um, yeah so. It, you know, and it doesn't look bad. Like, I no, look at it at and I'm like, that looks like a pretty good game. I mean, if it's you're not, into that sort of thing. Yeah, it's like, sure. it's not really my style, but I look at it and I'm like, I think I kind of get why people are excited, you know? But no. I guess what I don't get is maybe why 20 million are so excited. Mm. Do you understand the, do you feel like, is it just, is this just the latest streaming success kind of? Like, like maybe streamers like it and, and so it's getting a lot of extra popularity. It's, I don't know. What, what do you think is responsible for, is it because it's like Pokemon? Is it because survival games are huge? Like, what's why no this idea. game? You know? I have no clue. I just I, I rack my brain, but basically because I look at it, and I'm just like, of all the games to get 30 million, you know, why this one? Why now? I don't know. <sighs> but it's fascinating. It's uh, I just I can't deny the numbers. I'm just like that's mental. I mean, this is crazy. It's like, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what is this weird rogue property? You know, coming out of nowhere and like dominating all this stuff. I don't know. Congrats but, uh, to them. Congrats to them. Uh, as long as they don't get sued, which it's, so far it looks like they're not. So, did you see all the? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't follow the whole thing, but I've seen the headlines. You know. So what are the headlines? Uh, basically, just uh, you know, Pokemon Company offering official statement for, against the uh, right. You know, saying that we will look into this. Blah blah blah. Nintendo has not officially said anything yet. I don't think, but I'm sure they're looking into it. Yeah. Um. I mean, I kind of a massive discussion about copyright law aside. Like, I don't really think there's that much of a link to stand on like yeah a lot of the characters look like some pokemons pokemans as you like to say um like there are some that are clearly i want to i can i can i can there's one in the let me let me let me search this there there are a few that are like really egregious so there's this pokemon called lucario and there's a character in yeah wow that's the power world that's pokemon that's pokemon that's power like they're very (laughs) like you know 
Oh, but he's got uh, blue eyes and he's got uh, red eyes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but it's egregious shit like this that people are like, you know, you should sue them, right? And I do think it's egregious. I also think that it is, unfortunately, barely different enough to, you know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Honestly, uh, that... I, I don't think they're going to get sued. I, I mean, who knows? I don't know what to say about that. That's like... Uh, take it as flattery, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like, I look at it more, mostly as like, like I'm zero offended by the game, you know, in terms of like, oh, it's copying Pokemon. Mostly because it's like, well, the game seems so different in terms of what you do. I mean, yeah, there's collectible monsters, but like, there's clearly a lot of survival elements. There's like, hmm. <clears throat> it looks like there's like sort of like sim elements kind of where you're like getting the Pokemons to work. Mm. And, like they have to work for you, I think, and build shit. Okay. They build shit for you, maybe. Uh, there's all the guns, you know, so the, obviously the gameplay of, like, combat is different, you know? Like, it's really... It looks to me, when I look at it from the outside, I see mostly an MMO, basically. Okay. You know, with, like, a lot of survival shit, you know? Mm. Like, like I see three or four people together shooting bullets with numbers coming out of the big, big boss. Yeah. And yeah. I, I just I just see MMO, more or less, you know? But Fair enough. Whatever. Uh, anyways. So, just wanted to say that, you know... It Noob exists. Talk, Noob Talk knows what Power World is, and uh, I don't well, think either of us understands. I don't know about that. Nor I mean, do we we've care. heard of it. But, um, <laughs> I don't, do you care? I don't care. No, no. No. I cared enough to say, what is this weird game that has 20 million copies? That's crazy. Next question. Hmm. I mean, there are a lot of people in the world. <laughs> there are a lot of people in the world. That is a, that is a good point. Um, well, time for some news? Yep. Okay, number one. Elden, I mean, this is the one that I'm most excited to talk about and uh, in a way most horrified by. Number one, Elden Ring mobile game in development as wait for DLC continues. Uh, I'm reading this headline off IGN. This is February 6th. The original story comes from Reuters. Is that how you say that? Uh, Tencent working on mobile version of hit console game Elden Ring, sources say. China's Tencent Holdings has been working to adapt acclaimed action role-playing console game Elden Ring into a mobile version. Three people familiar with the matter said as it searches for a new hit to refresh its aging stock of games. Uh, what else is important? The world's largest gaming company by revenue acquired the licensing rights for the game by From Software in 2022 and set up a team of a few dozen people to work on a prototype. The same year it bought a 16% stake in the Japanese game maker. I didn't know that. Hmm. Uh, the people said, but progress has been slow, they added. Uh, Tencent did not disclose its plans to develop a mobile version of the game at the time. Elden Ring uh, was co-developed by Game of Thrones author George R.R. Well, we all know this. Um, Who cares? The game... Nope. While Elden Ring was designed as a premium game with a set price tag, Tencent wants to make it a free-to-play game with in-app purchases, similar to the game Genshin Impact, developed by its Chinese rival MiHoYo, people said. But the design of Elden Ring, which focuses on a completely different experience after a one-time purchase, is at odds with Tencent's planned model. Tencent and From Software did not respond to requests for comment. The sources declined to be named. They were not permitted to speak to the media. Is that all there is here? I believe that is yes. Uh, Reuters also notes that uh, Tencent has previously encountered, encountered issues with adapting big console games for smartphones. It axed a project based on, I love, I love that word, axed, on the popular Nier franchise that I'm going to ask you about later in December over monetization concerns. Tencent in the past year has become more conservative in pursuing a game based on another company's franchise as growth in the gaming market plateaus and hefty royalty fees can leave a game barely profitable. Beijing's opaque game approval system may also leave a finished game hanging for months, if not years, before release. Still, urgency for Tencent to find a new hit is growing, with its chairman saying that its gaming business was under threat. While Tencent's past hits, uh, such as PUBG Mobile, I didn't realize that, continue to deliver strong revenue, more recent products have fallen short of expectations. That's all there is here. Yeah. I can't imagine um, <laughs> Elden Ring mobile monetized 
I read this story. I, I haven't heard any of my friends talking about this. I read this story and I was immediately like, what the fuck is going on with this shit? Mm-hmm. You know, like on so many levels. Mm. Like, so I saw this and I was immediately like, well, the same thing as you said, pretty much. Uh, and also just like, what, why, why would you do that? You know, this sounds dramatic, but when I saw this article, I was like, is this the beginning of the end for From Software being awesome? For real. I mean, cause it's like, Licensing, you know, your crazy hit prop. It, this is so anti everything they do. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, can you imagine how shitty the brand of From Software would be if we had Dark Souls Mobile and fucking Demon Souls Mobile and Armored Core Mobile? Okay, Armored Core Mobile. Like, I actually maybe believe that being good, but you know what I mean, right? It's like if we had mobile versions of all the games. It's just like you know, I think of Ubisoft when they do like, oh, now it's the Division Mobile version, and it's like all these shitty mobile spinoffs of every yeah. single one of their games. Yeah, how much it just sort of weakens the overall brand image and product of the studio? I don't know. I mean, am no. I am I out of left field here? To, I mean, yeah. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, yeah. For the most part, I can't imagine an Elden Ring mobile with you know uh, microtransactions and yeah. all that stuff. But at the same time, I mean, they want like, to make as long an impact. As long as I still have Elden Ring, the the, the good one. Yeah, I'm just not gonna play the other one, and if that actually appeals to enough people and they can make money off of it, yeah, what do I care? You raise a good point. Uh, my counterpoint for that is, I think the the way part of the reason why From Software is so successful is because they have sort of been adamantly against that type of thing, and I feel like there is something to the studio that like there's a reason why they have this much cachet with gamers. It's because they have sort of like never bowed to any sort of, I don't know, gross corporate concerns, at least from from a consumer facing side, you know, maybe there's shit that happens behind the scenes that we don't know. I have no idea. Mm. I just mean that like they there's a certain purity to them in their releases. You know what I mean? Um, They've also like, you know, they pretty much never released a bad game. Uh, Like the worst from software games we've had in the recent years have been like sort of say Dark Souls 2. You know, uh, even, I mean, some people would say Dark Souls 3. I, I liked it. You liked it. Hmm. Um, I think it's not as good as the first one, but it's still a great game. You hmm. know? Uh, yeah, Dark Souls 2 was like a bit weaker than their other stuff, but it's not, it's by no stretch a bad game also, right? Right. Like, um, and I mean, the recent success of Armored Core, I mean, yeah. their track record is basically perfect for the past, well, when did Demon's Souls come out? I don't remember. Was it like 2003 maybe or something? I don't know. Oh, no, okay. It's not as long as I thought, but 2009. No. But in my opinion, their track record has been perfect since 2009. Like, there has been not a single... It's just been an upward trajectory the whole time, you know? And if for a company that never does anything wrong, kind of, I, I really wonder when I see something like this, is this the chop the shark moment? I don't know. Like, because I, I really feel like a, mo- a shitty mobile game weakens the brand. I don't Why I, not? I don't mind at all. Makes no difference to me. It's like I don't. It's not what I want to play per se. You know, so it's like if they make a, uh, I don't know, uh, a sim version of something. You know, a game that I love. Yeah, it's totally fine with me because I don't play that type of game. Right, Um, doesn't bother me. Go for it. Uh, So if you want to do a, but wouldn't it bother you if you want to do a Minecraft version of Elden Ring? Fine, do it. I don't care. Um, Like it's just like you're taking something I like, yeah, and you're turning it into something you like, yeah. Fine. Yeah. I don't mind. Yeah, I don't feel that way. Yeah. No, I, I, I sincerely feel that, um, yeah, making some derivative sort of like Lego shitty Fortnite. product. Yeah. I, well, 
Yeah, that one bothers me a lot less, but it doesn't. No, you're saying it looked cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but it's just I, I've like actually taking, played it. It's, it's, just, it's pretty good. Yeah, no, I yeah. know. That's what I was using it as an example because you said it was like it was actually decent, right? right? So it's like taking a survival thing, throwing it in this, doing bastardizing the fuck out of everything, and it's just something that's yeah. a different type of game. Yeah, but that's Lego and Fortnite, you know. Like, I'm just I don't... saying this might open up to a huge market. Well, uh, seeing how the majority would. of gamers pro- in China probably do mobile stuff, mm-hmm. or I think was it Japan? Uh, the smaller consoles, because didn't Switch do super well over there and stuff? Yeah, I'm I'm really not sure. I feel like the majority. I don't I, think you're wrong, but I'm I feel really like not I sure. heard something about the majority of the gaming going on in transport, basically, like uh, when like long train rides. Yeah. Um, but uh, this this is all just you know doesn't mean anything. But I'm I'm pretty sure I remember hearing some crazy ass numbers and being like, yeah. and that is the majority of the time that people play, you know. Yeah. And it's like it pulled some crazy shit. And I was like, well, you know, if it's just appealing to that audience, yeah, it's just opening up the game to a whole another chunk of the world, you know. I suppose and you might yeah. get as many players as you do already have in that world <laughs> yeah <you know? laughs> hey man that's a good counterpoint i don't know you know i don't know it doesn't bother me i'm okay with it yeah uh, as long as the next game doesn't come out already in that form right you know as long as it doesn't water down the future product right but if it's a product i already love that they're just morphing or using yeah. the ip yeah to make something else entirely right I don't care because I'm not going to play it. Maybe I should look I at it more as that, you know. But I know, I'm me. afraid of the other thing you're talking about, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like that's this is where my fear comes from. But also, selling the IP, like, I mean, does le- it? Uh, uh, what's the word? Like a licensing, licensing right. the IP. Yeah. So they're allowed to make on the stuff, right? But exactly. They still own it. Oh right? yeah, like, yeah. So they're going to yeah. make. They're in charge of their DLC. I mean, let me just to make sure. Go back to the Reuters article, but I'm pretty sure it's just they just license the uh, the right to make a an Elden Ring game. Yeah. Right? So to me, I don't. It's see like the harm Disney. In that. Uh, no, it's like uh, I don't know. Electronic Arts licensing the right to make a Fallen Order, like a Star Wars. Okay. Movie, okay. Right? Yeah. It's the yeah. same kind of thing. So no, I don't have a problem with that at all. Okay. Um, well, but see. the we'll yeah, see, I don't know. Yeah. If it does water it down, that would be I, again. I just don't see how. Okay. I, I you know a, a lot of this is probably my personality, right? Mm. Um, but. And I think some of it for me is also, this is like one of my sort of like two or three developers that are just on a pedestal for me. Well, yeah, no, and no. I don't want your, anything to ruin them. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. You're a <laughs> jealous lover of FromSoft. Yeah, um, basically, So yeah. you don't want anybody else to have it. Exactly, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I can't have you, nobody can. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Tencent. <laughs> there you go. Um, on the last podcast episode, the one I recorded with Mike, we also talked about, uh, it was the, we had the first instance of anti-cap, a potentially anti-Capcom news okay. that I've ever... I was actually a little bummed that... Uh, well, I'll look at this. I was a little bummed that I didn't get to record it with you, be- mm. just because we have had so many positive things to say about Capcom. Hmm. It was the first article. It was just a, just a little thing about how they added DRM into a couple of their games on PC. DRM, and I'm not people familiar. are really... That just means, like, um, it's that... I'm not super familiar either, but my understanding is, is it's that authenticating shit. When it's like um, the game needs to authenticate with online servers, so it ha- it becomes uh, effectively uh, always online. Yeah. When it's and we're talking about it was like Resident Evil Revelations, which is a game from like 2010 or something. Right. right? It's okay. a super old game that originally came out on maybe 3DS. Right, right, right. That was ported to PC. Yeah. Sort of like Diablo 2 was doing. Didn't you have to be on their servers or yes. something? And yeah, or some stupid. Yeah, shit. you're right. You're right. You 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 can play Diablo 2 offline. Okay, but they wouldn't let you. It's like if you if you have to make an offline only character. Okay, which I actually kind of appreciate, <laughs> but yeah. you know, especially given that games nowadays don't have any offline capabilities usually. Mm. 
Um, but yeah, so that, that was like the first sort of like anti Capcom thing a little bit. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like not that much, but like it makes me concerned, like for the future. Yeah, it's like, is this a trend for them or is it just one or two things? I don't know, mm-hmm. you know, um, but it makes me concerned for because Capcom is also on a pedestal for me. Yeah. Right. And I don't want Cap. It's like, I just love them too much. They're, yeah, I know. they're too good. It's kind of also, it's like part of my angle is there's too few people that are that good. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why I get concerned, I guess. So anyways, also Jealous Lover. Yeah, exactly. Uh, moving on? Yep. <laughs> I guess uh, before we move on to number two, still no news of when the DLC is coming. Right. I am baffled by. Yeah. Yeah. I really thought it was kind of going to be announced already. But, I would have liked that. Who, but who knows? Hey, I'll it's take it when it comes. got to be coming soon, man. Yeah. It has hoping. to be. I mean, there was those back-end updates on Steam, right? Like, that should be a legit... Uh, that sh- I mean, it. I don't know. I'm hoping they just drop it like that, and like they're all I of a sudden they're... it's just gonna be like, oh, Elden Ring DLC. Yeah. I had no idea this was coming, and yeah. it's just gonna pop up on my display like an yeah. option to buy. A, what yeah, the fuck? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm I'm thinking 100. You know, that's exactly why, because it probably is any day now, mm. and they're just like they refuse, they they adamantly refuse to address mm. any rumors because they just want to be like, oh. Here you go, guys. I better buy a PlayStation card so I have some cash on my account ready to go, you know? (laughs) I'm psyched, man. I'm psyched. When I went back to Demon's Souls remake in in Calgary, like, fuck, man. That's, that game is so fucking good. Mm. And it's so fucking hard. Like, something about Demon's Souls, maybe just because it's slightly different than Elden Ring, but Mm. I'm an, I'm an old hand at all these things. And like, yeah, Demon's Souls is like particularly punishing, Mm. you know, but it's so fucking beautiful. And it's so satisfying to go back to from software games, you know. Okay. Demon Souls is the one that I probably have the least amount of experience with, right? Because I right. only played it like one and a half times. Okay. You know, like that wasn't like then I got Dark Souls, and then it was like okay, I played Dark Souls like fifteen, twenty times, maybe twenty five. I don't know, you know. Hmm. But uh, but yeah, the first Demon Souls are just like yeah, takes me back to when I my when, when my mind was first blown by the from software just their style, you know, yeah, which is like so fucking different at the time, you know. But uh, anyways, uh, can't wait. Hmm. Here's open. Uh, moving on to number two. Yep. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle and possibly Starfield are reportedly being considered for PS5. So I got this off IGN. This is February 5th. Uh, the original story comes from The Verge. I will just head over to that headline. Microsoft weighs launching Indiana Jones on the PS5. Indiana Jones and the Great Circle could arrive on PS5 months after the Xbox launch. So I'll just take a snippet from The Verge article. Bethesda's upcoming Indiana Jones game is also tentatively set to launch on Sony's PlayStation 5 console. We got our first glimpse of Indiana Jones in the Great Circle sidebar. Did you, did you see that? No. No? I think it looks pretty neat. I refuse. No, is it like Tomb Raider? Uncharted? The new... Maybe more like Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm first done. person... Uninterested. Not interested? No, I don't okay. know. It's uh, like absolutely not. I don't know why. Fair. I'm a hater. That's okay. <clears throat> uh, sometimes haters gotta hate. Uh, we got our first glimpse of Indiana Jones in the Great Circle during Microsoft's Xbox Developer Direct event last month, where it was announced for Xbox and PC. A source familiar with Microsoft's plans tells The Verge that Bethesda is also considering bringing Indiana Jones and the Great Circle to PS5. A new multi-platform approach for certain Xbox games is emerging inside Microsoft, we're told. So again, this is rumor and speculation, but there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of elements of it that are more corroborated. Mm. Uh, so it's, you know, it still, in my opinion, makes sense to talk about this because it does look like it's happening. And also, um, whether it's happening or not, uh, something interesting just happened this morning. This broke this morning. I didn't have time to put it on our list. Uh, let me find the headline. <clears throat> uh, here we go. I saw this on IGN. Xbox's vision for the future, air quotes, set for Thursday with Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, and Matt Booty. Special edition of, of, of official Xbox podcast. I will be listening to this 100%. Is expected to cover future of Xbox's first party releases. Uh, official announcement. 
sorry, Xbox will reveal its vision for the future in a special edition of the official podcast set to release Thursday, February 15th at 12 p.m. PT. Official announcement reads, please join us for a special edition of the official Xbox podcast. Hear from Phil Spencer, Sarah Bond, and Matt Booty as they share updates on the Xbox business. The article also notes, so there's nothing necessarily tying this to all the Xbox rumors lately. Everyone is just assuming that like it might have something to do with this. Wishful. A new multi-wave plat- a new multi-platform approach for certain Xbox games is emerging inside Microsoft, we're told, with the company weighing up which titles will, will remain exclusive and others that will appear on Switch or PS5 in the future. Indiana Jones appears to be part of this new wave of multi-platform games. While Bethesda will launch its Indiana Jones game first as an Xbox console exclusive, it's currently set to have a rather short period of, ex- of exclusivity, we're told. A release for PS5 is being considered for some months later, with Bethesda tentatively targeting a December 2024 launch for Xbox and PC versions. The Verge also notes... Microsoft has been evaluating bringing certain Xbox exclusives to PS5 and Nintendo Switch in recent months. Sea of Thieves and Hi-Fi Rush have both reportedly been under cross-platform consideration, and we understand Microsoft has also looked into bringing other Xbox games to rival consoles. Hi-Fi Rush itself, I believe there's a specific, yeah, data mine game assets were found that hinted at a release for PS5 and Nintendo Switch earlier this week. Uh, Xbox Era is also reporting that Microsoft is planning to bring Starfield to PS5, following the game's release of the Shattered Space expansion for Xbox and PC. Uh, now, The Verge also notes that in the previous uh, FTC versus Microsoft case documents, mm-hmm. there was no um, specific plans at that point in time for console releases outside of Xbox. Also, that was, that started, what, 2020, is it, right? Don't remember. And the documents, like the, the forecasts, would have been significantly before that that were shown to the court. Mm-hmm. So those documents would be at least sort of like, I want to say four, three to four years old kind of thing. They could, they could have totally changed their, their game plan. Who knows? Yeah. Right? Um, but it, there's a lot of uh, information sort of floating around about the fact that maybe they are actually really going to go kind of a lot less in the way of exclusivity than we thought they used to be. I think this is fascinating. Uh, I also think that in a way it's not particularly surprising because of um, a desire to just sort of recoup as much money as, as they can from anything they expended a whole lot on the on the acquisition deal right i feel like it's an inevitability you know like uh they yeah. bought so many ips right yeah like, uh, so many comp like call of duty so many yeah i mean activision blizzard is you know by itself is just huge you know like you kind of i don't know you're gonna cut off how much of their earnings for exclusivity like yeah, yeah. it doesn't seem possible at a certain point um in a way i feel like it jives with um a lot of uh industry analysts theorizing that xbox game pass is not particularly profitable mm. right like because it would make sense then that like okay you, you still run the game pass and you get people in your ecosystem whatever you can but in addition to that you know why mm. not sell the exterior ones at the same time like you can just shore up shore up revenues you know yeah i don't know i mean uh yes yeah, so i mean i don't really have much to say about this other than i do think it sounds believable uh, I am curious to see if it becomes a reality. Uh, and per- on a personal note, I would love to play Starfield. <laughs> what do you think? I wouldn't <laughs> like to play Starfield. Um, <laughs> How about the other stuff? <laughs> yeah, uh, I think it's inevitable. Uh, yeah. There's going to be some stuff that goes back to PlayStation, whatever else. Yeah. And um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Oh, well, if it isn't. Um, but I've never been worried about it. Honestly, right, like, right. Uh, I've never been worried they about were either. Ark came out on Xbox first, you know. It's, yeah, um, oh, yeah. it was going to be on the Game Pass. So, okay, yeah. 
I never thought it wouldn't come to PlayStation. Yeah. I well, I just feel like, you know, because of all these rumors, maybe a lot more things are going to be like that, mm. right? Where it's like, yeah, Xbox first, you know, for three months, six months, whatever. Then, you know, open the net wider and like, okay, you, you guys can all have it now. I would be surprised about the Starfield coming, if anything, because there's always been, you know, one or two games on Xbox that are, you know, there's, I'm sure there's more, but like Gears of War never came to PlayStation. Halo, right? Fable. Gears of War, yeah, right? No, they have their There's big. A, they uh, have their. Yeah. They have a handful, you know. And um, although Bethesda has a, a multi, a cross-platform uh, history, right? right? Yeah. Um. So there is precedence for their games being on all systems. Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, but yeah. but I only feel like one or two, you know, would stick to it. And the games that have been on, you know, PlayStation and everything else, like Call of Duty, I'm like, there's no way that they're going to give up that amount of their profits for. You know, I don't know. To makes me, sense to me. To me, it's crazy to do. Yeah. So yeah, I'm not surprised at all. Yeah. And uh, we'll just see. Yeah. No, totally. Uh, I guess from my perspective, you know, I'd really like to play that Fallout Three remaster. Hmm. So <laughs> maybe this is increased chances that I can get my Fallout Three remaster. That that was that was revealed in the court documents. Remember, like when they had, we had their list of upcoming titles for the next like five years or something. Hmm. There was a there was a a. a a leaked list from the court documents of Bethesda's release schedule for the next like f- five, ten years, maybe. Okay. I can't remember. And Fallout Three Remaster was like quite clearly marked on that. Uh, okay. On that list, along with like I think Elder Scrolls Six stuff like that. You know. Yeah, we'll see. But I mean, I, I always thought that it would come. You for know, sure. Like, or for the sure. majority of things. I, I figured. <laughs> I never. Well, I figured Starfield might not. You know, I'm like Starfield might just it's be there. What I thought too, but um, this is making me wonder. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, moving on. Your favorite. Uh, so, moving on to number three, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 gameplay reveals bloodthirsty combat. This delightfully verbose title is from IGN, uh, where IGN reports that Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 is back with a fresh look at gameplay following its move to Everybody's Gone to the Rapture developer of the Chinese Room. Uh, in the video, we see player character Fire engaged in combat with, that's Fire with a PH, Fat with a PhD. In combat from the upcoming first-person action RPG sequel, due out fall 2024 on PC, Xbox Series XS, and PS5. In the video, we see an early in-game mission in which Fire infiltrates an abandoned warehouse to uncover clues about the mysterious mark on their hand. The combat involves stealth-focused gameplay and plenty of blood-sucking, as you'd expect. But when the action kicks off proper, we, ju- we see just how punchy Fire can be. I'll go down a little bit to an official blurb from the studio. Each clan has its own playstyles and disciplines, creating different ways to explore, whether it's Bruges' brute force, Banu Hakim's cloak and dagger approach, Ventru's cutthroat manipulation, or Tremere's blood magic. Players have a wide range of options. The gameplay and action of Bloodlines 2 is a sort of dance, said Alex Skidmore, creative director at the Chinese Room. As players explore the world, soak in the atmosphere and make strategic choices, they affect their relationships with the characters around them. Players can choose their legend, but the world is dynamic, and characters will remember how you treat them. Think carefully, and trust no one. Uh, so, I wanted to highlight this just because it's the first actual substantial gameplay we've gotten in this game. Uh, and, uh, I don't know, I mean, do you want to say how you felt watching this first, or should I? Oh, you go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I, gosh, um, I think it looks very bad. <laughs> and I almost don't want to say more than that. Like, I uh, think you should just leave it at that then. And tell people, you know, if you want to check it out, check it out. We'll see yeah. more later. Yeah. And then, you know, maybe you're not as hype as it as you used to be. I mean, it remains a game that I'm curious about. Right. Um, because the basic premise is interesting, I suppose. Okay. But, you know, um, yeah. I mean, gosh, the dialogue seems extremely badly written. 
the player choices, I'm not convinced are going to be anything more impressive than what Cyberpunk did with its quests, which was largely nothing. Right. Um, and I don't, I think the combat looks janky, the physics system looks janky, and I don't, th- you know, the guy talks about how punchy the combat can be. I think he's referring to this, like, spot in the video where the character uses, like, a thousand punches to kill somebody. Right. And this is clearly just, like, some special move that just activates, you know? Yeah, yeah it's like, like Devil May Cry style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ever since I saw the new revealed uh, initial trailer of this, I was like, oh, this kind of lost all its appeal from the original E3 footage from like way back when, you know? Uh, And this has done nothing but confirm my suspicions so far. Mm. I don't know. Yeah. Did you you think it was... Oh, I thought it looked wonderful and... No. (laughs) About as bad as me. Worse? I I wasn't hype about this game before. No, no. So when I saw it again, you remember, you can imagine how pleased I was. Sure to see it so i was going in with nothing but love in my heart for this thing and uh yeah we'll just leave it at that i mean it looks uh it looks like a game and uh um, looks like a game yeah maybe some vampires in it and uh i uh i, I i'll go on record saying i don't know if this is going to be the success story we had out of dead island too. <laughs> okay, you've been hyped on this for ages right you know honestly it's more like just curious because it's different yeah really you know like i wouldn't say hyped so much as just like it's different. And the old game was cool. Okay. So like the old game from back in the day. All right. Yeah. So I take it back. You've wanted to talk about it quite a bit. Um, call yeah. it hype. Call it whatever. But That's true. You're right. Yeah. You're you right. Know. Um, so yeah. Anyways. Next. Next. <laughs> Moving on to number four. Gothic Elix 2 dev Piranha Bytes addresses studio closure rumors. Don't write us off yet. Um, this I got off GameInformer.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, let me just navigate to my headline there. I'll read a brief quote. This is by Leslie LeBlanc, January 22. Uh, last week, the internet began to speculate that Gothic and Elix 2 developer Piranha Bytes was being shut down after fans noticed the studio's website was essentially defunct. Many speculated Piranha Bytes... I can't believe they resisted the puns on Bytes. Mm. <laughs> Many speculated Piranha Bytes was another casualty in owner Embracer Group's Purge of Studios that began last year after a planned $2 billion deal with Saudi Arabia-backed Savvy Games Group fell through in 2023. Studio closures at the hands of Embracer include St. Rose developer Volition Games and reformed Split- Team Splitter's team Free Radical Design. If I'm not mistaken, uh, last episode with uh, special guest Mike there, we covered also... Embracer laying off 97 IDOS, uh, IDOS Montreal employees and canceling the new Deus Ex. Right. So they have just been they have been shutting shit down left, right, and center. Um, it, it is, by all accounts and all the articles we see, kind of a mess at Embracer at the moment. I'll go back to the article. Game Informer reached out to Piranha Bytes following last week's speculation to see if it was indeed another closure at the hands of Embracer, and today's studio CEO Michael Rouve responded, stating the stu- studio's situation right now is difficult, but that people shouldn't write them off yet. Here's what Rouve's statement says in full. Dear fans, yes it's true, we Piranha Bytes are in a difficult situation. There are a lot of news about us circulating right now, and this is our answer. Don't write us off yet. We will do everything to continue creating worlds in which you can lose yourself. This is what our hearts have always beaten for, we are convinced we will succeed. We are creative minds and there's no lack of ideas, exclamation point. We stick together no matter what. Now we are focusing on this goal with all our strength and do whatever it takes to find a partner for this project. As soon as there is any news, we will share them with you. Thank you very much for your continuous support. This statement lines up with RPG sites reporting that Piranabytes is looking for a new publisher or buyer after Embracer decided to close the studio in November of last year. However, THQ Nordic, a publishing arm within Embracer, struck a deal with Embracer to give Piranabytes management more time to find a new publisher or buyer. This is likely the difficult situation Rube's statement is referring to, and the possibility of finding a new publisher or buyer is probably why he's asking fans not to rate them off yet. Time will tell, but given the studio's more than two decades of history in game developments and the human cost of studios' closures and layoffs, here's hoping the team finds a more stable owner or publisher. 
Um, the article also notes 2024 has already been... Oh, right, that's bullshit about layoffs. Is there anything else useful here? Um, nope. Yeah, so I mean, that's it. I, I, you know, I saw this and I just I thought of you because Elix, um, I thought the game looked pretty cool too. Yeah, it was a, it was pretty rough. I mean, it was it was neat, but it was rough. I didn't get too heavy into it. The sequel looked cool. Yeah, those are some of my favorite kinds of games. Mm-hmm. Like like rough, but you know, unique, and there's something just interesting going on. You know what I mean? It wasn't enough to keep me into it though. Mm. Like, um, seemed neat, but was very budget, very budget. Uh, so. Yeah. They're, they're that kind of studio, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, they also... Piranabytes is responsible for, is it Risen and... Um, what's the other one? Gothic. Yeah, Risen and Gothic. Risen. Those, those are their three big games. They made a bunch of Gothic. Gothic 1, 2, Night of the Raven, Gothic 3, then Risen, Risen 2, Dark Waters, Risen 3, Titan Lords, then it was mm. Elix 1 and 2. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> They've been active since 2001. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean... Uh, right. well, we'll see. I was just sad to see a studio responsible for a game that's interesting... Uh, get shut down, but I also feel like, you know, it sounds like they're probably going to be, I mean, in this sort of, like, you know, current world of layoffs, like everyone likes to talk about, but more importantly, studio closures, like a lot of studios are getting closed, in particular, you know, all the Embracer Group bot studios are in, like, a shit ton of trouble, it seems like. Hmm. Um, It's kind of like, yes, you know, uh, it's sort of, in a way, it's right to be concerned, but at the same time, I feel like this is just, this is Embracer just sort of imploding. Right. right. And like these studios are going to probably collapse, reform in some other format, you know, like yeah. they're all going to move to something new, they're going to make a new studio, whatever. So, I mean, I see it as just sort of like, listen, like, I mean, they're probably right. They're going to keep creating, they're going to keep making things that are interesting. Just, you know, follow whatever Piranabytes becomes. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I always thought Elix looked interesting from what you told me about it. I've, I've looked up some footage myself. I feel like it looks like a pretty neat game. And these are the kinds of weird random side projects that I la- that I like. Yeah. You know, that are enough. just different and sort of unique. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in a lot of cases, you know, you you get creativity with the jank. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's like, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. that's what I appreciate. You know? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. I want to say, like, it, it felt pretty much like a PS3 game. You know? Sure. Like, uh, there, was, there was quite a bit of jank. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyways, whatever. Again, cool premise. Cool world you know totally but, uh, well here's hoping yeah i mean we'll we'll see what they can come up with after this i don't know mm-hmm. moving on to number five <laughs> last but not least uh we i guess after this we'll cover state of play um in a sl- somewhat unusual format but last but not least is this would be in the rapid fire although we sort of canceled rapid fire this week it's josh's bi-weekly system shock remake update <laughs> <laughs> now i say bi-weekly but we skipped last time, so this time it's a monthly System Shock remake update. Well, but I've got a good one for you. Uh, because let me tell you, uh, if I can navigate to Night Dive Studios' Kickstarter page for a moment, I don't know how I missed this, uh, but I, I religiously searched for System Shock news, and this one slipped by me, but December 21st, they had an update on the Kickstarter uh, that says, Hello hackers, we hope the holidays have been treating you well. Let's get right to it. The team at Night Dive has completed work on the console ports of System Shock. Also, physical goods have been all created and boxed. These are from the Kickstarter. Most importantly, we have we still have the task of getting through multiple publisher certifications before pressing the game to disc. We are working closely with our publisher to complete this process. Uh, that being said, here's a few announcements. They also note that, uh, you know, System Shock Remake was named Best Remake of 2023. That was by PC Gamer. Mm. Congratulations. Uh, and uh, that's really all there is to say. It's just I've been waiting for this game to come out for a long time. I had not noticed that the console uh, ports are apparently finished. So there's also a big note about um, they delayed release of a patch. Uh, this is the, the Night Dive Studios guys. Patch one like 1.02, I think the PC people have been waiting for for a long time. And they had an official statement recently being like, 
It's not that we haven't finished it. The problem is we, we want to wait for console parity now, so we're going to delay the release of the patch until the console ones come out so that everyone is on 1.02 when it comes out. Hmm. Which is just, like, really encouraging to me because I feel like, okay, so th these are happening. Like, this is going to be, like, any day now. I'm even surprised maybe that there hasn't been an announcement yet. Uh, it's yeah. already almost two months into the year, you know? And uh, this was uh, written December 21st. Okay. So I just can't wait to play this game. I... Fucking, I, I think it looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, all all the amazing reviews that came in. I remember back in, you know, when I was in Portugal, like I said, um, it looks awesome, and I, I just, I fucking can't wait to get back to the world of System Shock, honestly. Yep. Um. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, so I'm just stoked to see that it's uh, a, you know, coming soon. Coming soon. And uh, that's it. Here's uh, hoping. Here's hoping. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, before we, so we're gonna, like I said, unusually this time we're skipping rapid fire. And we're going to do PlayStation State of Play of... Was it actually January? It's January 31st, isn't it? I do believe, yeah. We're going to do PlayStation State of Play of January in rapid-fire style, in lieu of a traditional rapid-fire. Also, I feel like uh, what we've been playing, too, because... I, That's true. There's also, like, <laughs> you know... I missed that. <laughs> well, it comes, it, you know... That comes before rapid-fire. But you've been playing Helldivers, too. I have been playing Helldivers, too, yeah. So... I feel like we need to talk about that. I would love to talk about it. Hmm. So, <laughs> what do you have to say about Helldivers 2, Josh? Uh, Was it a day one? Did you pre-order? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Day one or pre-order? Both. I guess that doesn't make sense, pre-order. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> yes, I pre-ordered the game. <laughs> Both. Okay. So I you bought two In my head, I was, I was playing day one. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's what I... But I understood. Yes. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> <laughs> that level of excitement, you know. <laughs> So, uh, so you got it day one, and um, what did you think? I mean, uh, well, uh, to give you an idea, I, I think I pre-ordered it one day before it came out. Fair enough. Uh, after, it's the usual thing I do. I had seen, like, a big, there was a giant preview on IGN, okay. uh, which I listened to just enough of to be like, they like it. Mm. And then I was like, all right, cool, I'm just going to pre-order this now. Because um, you get a suit or some shit. And it's, like, a game that I was definitely going to buy, basically. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I was r extremely hyped for this game for a lot of reasons. A, bi a very big one is just because I think it, this particular game is a big reason why my brother got a, a, a PS5, mm -hmm. period. You know, I think it's, it's his first game where he's like, that's actually something new that I Worth would kind of like yeah. to... Yeah, yeah, that I'd really like to try... Uh, he, which makes sense for him because, you know, he's a big fan of... I mean, I'm a big fan of Helldivers 1 from back in the day. Uh, Jake played a little bit, I think, but he's a huge Earth Defense Force fan. And right. it's just... It's that kind of shit. Right. You know, like giant bugs, planet, action, simple, simple fun, you mm -hmm. know, play with friends kind of thing. Um, so, yeah, and I mean, and, and on the day it came out, uh, my girlfriend was... I was talking with Louisa about the game, and then she started... Uh, Sort of like really, she was like going through a whole bunch of Reddit posts about it. I think on the couch while I was like making dinner or something, mm -hmm. and I was like, "If you're reading Reddit posts now, I do not want just to be clear. I'm I'm more excited for this game than I've been to play anything in a really long time. I do not want to hear a single thing about like I want no snippets. I want mm -hmm. no reviews. I just want to go in totally. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was like, Definitely. yeah, I want to have an unbiased like I want to just like, see it for myself the first time. Kind of for thing. sure. So, all that to say, I was pretty excited. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I so the first day I made plans with a friend of the show, Matt and Jake, uh, to play in a, in a, in a little three man fire team, if you will. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was, I enjoyed every second of the three hours we played. Cool. And uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, the game is, it's exactly what it looks like from what I can, I mean, I have not a lot of experience so far. Is that the only three hours you played? It's the only three hours I played. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And when was this? 
This was launch day, which was just past Thursday. Yeah. Okay, so it hasn't been that long. No. That's been like four days, five days. Yeah. Okay. Actually, no, sorry, no, I played one match with Matt after that. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I haven't played a lot, you know, just, just mm-hmm. basically one big session. And um, yeah, I mean, I, I loved it. It's kind of, you know, I don't think this is going to be a game that I play by myself. Yeah. On like Fireteam a little bit maybe, you know. Um, but because I played that a fair bit by myself, right? It's kind of odd. I mean, I played, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't play Fireteam by myself. Yeah, um, if it's like co-op or not at all. Well, at least Fire Team has a because Helldivers doesn't really have a solo mode. Oh, you know, like Fire Team had a solo. You know, you can play okay, with bots. Okay, so you got so you have to play with randoms. Yeah, you basically you have to play by yourself or with randoms if you're playing solo. And by yourself is like I think it's kind of impossible past because mm-hmm. the, the difficulty in Helldivers actually starts on trivial. Okay, you have to unlock easy after your first match in trivial. Okay, um, and even easy was like. A pretty big, like when we played easy for the first time, we were like, oh, that's a lot harder than trivial, mm. <laughs> you know, like so. And it goes all the way up to like Helldive, I guess, right? Okay. As it did in the first one. But, um, yeah, I feel like playing the game on anything more than like easy by yourself is like probably a little impossible. Fair enough. Maybe if you're like super leveled up and you have like a lot of crazy gear or something. Right. right. But yeah, it's really designed to be for, for multiple people. Like you need a full squad kind of thing. And, um, you know, actually, I'm, I'm kind of, I didn't realize this at the time, but I have since uh, noticed that um, I'm actually a little sad that the game, just because I like the studio, and I'm sad that all games do this nowadays, but it doesn't have an, on- an offline mode, and it's mm-hmm. just it's just so fucking stupid. Like it's, it's I understand, yeah. You know, there's just no fucking reason to, like, nobody is going to want to play the game offline. Mm-hmm. Just if the servers go down or some shit, you know, like, there's, it's... It, and especially this game, it's like, because you can play by yourself. Hmm. There's no reason to have the online, like, uh, just a requirement like that, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. And I also, I read online, that which kind of weirded me out a bit, that I people were saying, I mean, I, I haven't been able to confirm it, but people were saying that if you don't have a PS Plus, you can't play it. Hmm. But there's no offline mode whatsoever. Which doesn't make any sense, because it's like, so then Sony can sell you something that you can't use at all without an additional service? I mean, that seems kind of whack to me, but, you know. I mean, yeah. Whatever, you know. But, uh... Yeah. It it bugs me. I wish they were better, you mm-hmm. know. But, listen, like, it's it's not actually, like, gonna cause me any sort of difficulty in enjoyment, you know. Right, right. And what did it cost? Uh, what did it go for? 55, I think? Oh, uh, that's not bad at all. No, it's great. It's it's really reasonable. Yeah, it's sort of like they have a, they have a really sort of unusual way of handling their pricing. So they have an $80 version. It's just a deluxe edition, right, of the, mm-hmm. of the 55 one. But what you get is, like really weird jump for like it does not seem like $35 extra of content or whatever you mm. know what I mean it's like a few skins and like some like little mini game you can play in the ship it's really weird yeah I feel like that's kind of often the case is know? it yeah the maybe, deluxe edition, maybe. you yeah. get like some stupid crap that's like it just it just to me it feels like it because I, I think they could charge more than $55 so mm. I feel like they should have charged like 65 and then the deluxe is 15 more and then it would make I would see that and I'd be like yeah that makes sense mm. that they're like that's 15 bucks of extra stuff you know what I mean mean but whatever i mean who cares like the you do not need to buy the deluxe edition right you can if you want uh but everything's there in, in the standard it's like one little section of like cosmetics you can't get kind of thing yeah i don't think i've ever bought a deluxe edition of anything um i, I never just have. downright refused always i the i guess the only time i've kind of done it is um I was so enthusiastic about Aliens Fireteam and really wanting extra stuff that after purchasing the game i bought the, the deluxe edition after 
because I think I got the game on sale and I was just like, yeah, I feel like giving these guys more money and I wouldn't mind some skins, hmm. you know, but yeah. I wasn't, I've never bought, I think it's the only deluxe edition I've ever bought, period. Okay. And it certainly wasn't when I bought the game. Like, right. You know, yeah. So you bought the game twice. No, no, no. I just, there's like a, you can pay the upgrade. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just paid the extra like 20 okay. bucks or whatever. I was like, you know? cause that's kind of crazy. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like I got the game on, on rebate, I think to begin with. Uh, or maybe I pulled full, paid full price, but it wasn't very much. Because there's the DLC right? yeah, as yeah. well, so that's something else that you have to pay for. I think that's in the upgrade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it's like cosmetics plus that DLC, maybe? Oh, maybe. Yeah. I can't remember. Whatever. I just remember feeling at the time, like, I really liked the studio, and I felt like they earned the money, mm-hmm. and I just wanted some skins, and I was like, sure, I'll yep. just buy this. But, you know, yeah, I usually don't really interface with that kind of stuff. Speaking of cool skins, um, Hunt Showdown has a new skin coming out. It's a fucking Mountie. It's a Mountie? <laughs> That's kind of awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Besides the fact that you're wearing a red shirt. Um, yeah. Yeah, I guess. You know? Yeah, uh, good good point. No, thank you. It does cover things. It doesn't yeah. matter. It's just, I don't know. Anyways, so I mean, yeah, I, I barely played the game, but it was exactly what I wanted, and I was completely satisfied. Good. Good. I, you know, I mean, I, I... Like, the game isn't perfect, and, like, when I got in it, you know, I, I feel like... Some of the stratagems I miss from the first game, like it looks like it has a little bit. I'm not really not trying to complain about this, right? Mm-hmm. But when I looked at the stratagem tree, I was like, I feel like there's a few more support style stratagems in the first one. Mm. I just like that kind of gameplay. Like, a reason why I like Recon Class and Aliens Fireteam so much, right? Like, I, I really crave that kind of like, uh, I want to like dish out ammo to people or like make shield bubbles or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Or like scour, like scout the map or something. No, I understand. I just yeah. like that kind of shit. And there's not that much in this, but I still found a few things that I'm like, oh, that's cool. Like, that's the, like, I bought, the first one I bought was this, like, supply backpack. So it's like, now I can run around with the supply backpack and just reload people. Okay. Yeah, you know, it's like, people can run up to me, just, like, click, and they get a big refresh on all, the, all, their, all their ammo. Hmm. Uh, and that's kind of a big deal in this game, like, I it. sort of like Aliens Fire Team, you know, it's like, yeah, makes sense. you run out of ammo, like, real quick. Um, and if you've already called down your supply drop of ammo, you have to wait, like, three minutes before you can do it again. Hmm. And if you're getting stormed by bugs, obviously, that's... Not gonna know. happen, yeah. Exactly, yeah. And I guess, like, the game is, like, a slightly less hardcore than the first one, uh, in the sense of, like, you can, if you team wipe... Uh, you don't reset the mission. Like, you don't lose the mission. Hmm. Like you, because you have a, a pool of respawns. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, it'll respawn you, and it'll clock down the number. Uh, so you have like say twenty respawns or something. So if you team wipe, all three of you come back. You lose three lives. Right. You have to lose all the lives to fail the mission. Where it used to be in the first one, if everyone wipes at the same time, it's game over. It, yeah. Right. So you know, I do lament the fact that it's less hardcore than it used to be because. To me, that lent it a lot of, that lent, like, weight to the actions. Yeah, I hear you. you know? oh. It's like, like, there's no, like, what's the point of being super good at things if you know you can just respawn that easily, right? It's like, I guess, yeah. sort of encouraged you to be on top of your system. Because it would also give you the message of, like, okay, if two people go down, you go into massive panic mode. And you're like, fuck, I gotta run. I gotta get away from these bugs, mm-hmm. like, long enough so I can enter the button prompt combination to, like, call down a reinforcement kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And you could infinite spawn them. It's just, you just couldn't all die at once. Right. Yeah. Right? Like, as long as there was one or two people left, you're fine, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I missed that, but it's not really, you know... The uh, end of the world. Yeah, it's not uh, causing me to not enjoy the game. And, like, I, I think that the, the, the third-person transition is, like, totally fine. And, like... Mm. It's kind of, like, it's actually, it's, like, harder to read the map than it used to be. Hmm. Like, it's harder to be situationally aware because of the fact that you're in third person, I think. Interesting. Because um, top-down made it really easy to, oh, like, yeah. Yeah. you know? Like, it, and I feel like that sort of, like, changes things in, like, an interesting way. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't I don't really have much else to say, but I just, it's, it was it was great. Like, I, 
I had, I don't intend for it to, I don't think it's going to be a game I play all the time, but it's going to be super fun to play with like a group of people. You know what I mean? Nice. Uh, I would totally recommend it to anyone who wants to, to you for sure. And to anybody who feels like playing. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I forget. I'm still looking for the game that like makes it worthwhile. Yeah. And I don't think this is it. Um, Fair, fair. Well, yeah, I mean, I I probably would have got it if I had a PS5 though. Like I would have got it for sure. Um, but. You know, is it's, it enough to make me go buy a PS5? Yeah. Like, it, in my opinion, it is similarly good to Alien's Fire Team. Mm-hmm. And I really love Alien's Fire Team, you know. Yeah. yeah. But me too. Yeah. It was cool, but like, you know. Is uh, it a system seller? No. Maybe not, but uh, it is hella fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, for yeah. sure. And this game has a really nice, like, slow... Like, I can tell by playing just a little bit of it that, like, oh, man, like... This is going to give me, like, shit to unlock for, like, a really long time. Okay. Yeah. You know? And that's really exciting. Because, like, I can see, like, oh, I'm level 3 now. And, like, I can't even get these cool-ass stratagems until I'm, like, level 10. Mm-hmm. You know? And then some of the higher, even higher ones level 15. And you have to, like, grind the currency for it by doing missions. And I'm, like, I see that stuff and I'm, like, oh, that's cool. It's going to give yeah. me, like, a lot of shit to do for a long time. Yeah, reason to play. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like... At first, I found it a little dizzying because they have, like, three or four different currencies for, like, different in-game uh, stores. I don't like you know? that, yeah. I don't either, but after I wrapped my head around it, like, there's a pretty neat, like, um, just, like, cosmetic. On, I guess it's not only cosmetics, but there's, like, you get some currency when you beat missions that you can put in this, like, tree of things you can unlock. Mm-hmm. Most of them are cosmetics. There's, like, each page of the tree has, like, one gun in it. So you can buy that one gun. Everything else is uh, capes and shit. But it's like it just gives you like a little, you know, you can incrementally purchase like some new things every now and then. And like the the not the capes, I guess, but the the armor sets have like different perks. Hmm. They're really small perks, but it's like little sort of customization things. So it just gives you like some cool shit to unlock between missions. And like, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I was I really just enjoyed every second. Yeah. Yeah. It was good shit. You know? Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, aside from that, I've been playing Diablo. Uh, that's just my my calm, relaxing game. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm still making my way through hardcore. What was I calling it before? Uh, high stakes, low threat. I can't remember. Low risk. Yeah. Yeah. High stakes, low risk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, hardcore, easiest difficulty. I'm just gently making my way through the campaign, mm-hmm. um, waiting to see. I still don't. Have, I I think I just, as we discussed earlier, I may be right about to get my horse. Right, yeah. Because I'm right the end of on the, the third cusp. Mission. Yeah, I'm right on the cusp of Act Act Three. Act Three, sorry. Because yeah. I've been do- already doing Act Three for like eight quests or something. It's so long. I'm it's on, longer like, than everything yeah. else. And I finished like two giant branches already, and I think I'm like sixty six percent through the last branch. Okay, yeah. Because you know? it's uh, I remember this happened with multiple people um, where we did like all of season all all of the fourth act before we realized that we were even done the third act. It was like You mean you were still on the third act? No, no, we finished oh, the third act, but we had wow. done we finished the fourth act okay. and I was like, yo, wait a minute, what Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Uh we yeah, go back and it's like, yo, could have got this horse twenty minutes ago and forty <laughs> minutes ago. Well I mean I, We did it more than once though. Like uh that's okay, really with funny. other people. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. At one yeah. point I was like, wait a minute, like I remember, I remember when we did it on mine. Like I remember doing this fucking mission. Like, but and then she looks and she's like, "Oh shit, no, I am done." It's like, "Yeah, go pick it up." (laughs) I mean, it's like I feel like I'm playing Diablo in a really weird way. I still don't really want to, like, I still don't really want to try not hardcore. Just burn through the game and like experience some of the later stuff. Just because I just don't have any interest in playing non hardcore. Well, it's my I, unfortunate. I wouldn't, I wouldn't play. I, that's when you need to skip the campaign. 
Like, yeah, so you do the sure. campaign this yeah. this playthrough, yeah. and then on that, you experience all the shit that you're not going to get to do yeah. on hardcore. So seasonal. Yeah. Um, you get to experience the crazy grind. You get to experience the hell tides, the summoning, the yeah. whatever. You can even fuck with some PvP um, if sure. you feel like it. And, uh, you know, world bosses. All the stuff that you haven't done, but yeah. also playing it on a way harder difficulty. Yeah. Because, like, playing it tier one, it's like, actually, I never even, <laughs> no, I was never tier one. I always did tier two when I started. Um, I, I would so, be if I hadn't died like 10 times. So, yeah, know? no, but I yeah. mean, generally, I think tier three. I feel, I feel like a chump, but, you know. I, I feel like generally tier three is like level, like, 30. Yeah. 40. Okay. Um, yeah. And then tier four is like 50. Okay. 60. Yeah, no, no, no. What I'm saying is experience the game at the difficulty it's meant to be played at. So get, so be able to die. Yeah. It's not the end of the uh, world. Yeah. So you go in seasonal. Right. This is what we were talking about before we recorded. Dude. Yeah. We were no, on this for you, a while. I hear you. And it's like, so you start seasonal, act two, or not act two, skip the acts, and we go straight to the second difficulty, world tier two. Yeah. And then we get to world tier three as quick as possible, world tier four as quick as possible. It basically, it's like going to take us a grand total of like six hours of gameplay. Like, so two sittings. Okay. And then you get to experience some of the end game bosses and okay. shit. Okay. But like, I'm not talking, this isn't a week of gameplay. Yeah. Here, you okay. Know? Like, I see what this you mean. is. All right. With Derek. Well, what I was thinking was that. And me, we can do this in like a few hours. Okay. Okay. And you'll actually get to experience the world. Okay. If it's just a few hours, I'm more into that. Yeah. Well, it's not like I wasn't paying attention when we were having this conversation. It's more like in my head, I was imagining, oh, I'll start a new hardcore character and do that one that way. That's what I was thinking. But when we were going with the seasonal shit, uh, like we did talk about the hardcore stuff, but in terms of just getting banging out this stuff and summoning some of the like again durial and whatnot right and the the fast leveling it was like you can't do that or you really no you can't do that on hardcore. yeah no, I, like, I, I, after you explained it i see what you mean it's a suicide yeah. Right? Yeah. and uh, i mean maybe you could after like the 10th time you've done it so you understand it or something i don't know yeah. well or some modified version in terms but... of like leveling quickly so for us to be able to do this in a couple of hours yeah we'd have to be have like one of us would have to be stronger than the others okay and one of us would be carrying the majority through certain parts to allow us to get the extra shit. Like okay. it's it's a whole grind. Okay. It's like uh so we're not all the same level. If it just takes like six hours, I'll oh, yeah. try it. I think it, I don't yeah. even think it would take a full six. Even if you're exaggerating a bit, I don't I does that make sense? I don't I started the character the other like, day. Like it's clearly not as long as I thought it was. I started be. the character the other day with Derek and um yeah, I'm pretty sure within like two hours I was like 30, and then the next day I think I got up to like 65 or something within wow. a couple of hours. That's um, crazy. Okay. So I'm pretty yeah. sure it was like 65, 67 okay. maybe. Okay. And it was like two sittings with him, a couple of hours each. Right. Nothing, like not an right. all night right. play session. You if know? it's just that, I'm down. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. again, it's totally different from... Yeah playing the missions and doing all this stuff. My, like, my, my reticence only comes from I just don't like playing on non-hardcore, mm-hmm. right? Like, it's not that I, that doesn't sound fun or something. It's just... Well, again, it... it gets, I raised myself on that. You know, it's hard yeah. to go against it. I understand. Yeah. It's just you get... Uh, a, it's a very different experience. Yeah. And, like, I feel like you're sort of uh, missing out on some of the hardcore aspects of the game. Right. By <laughs> keeping it on the lowest difficulty. Yeah. And just kind of inching your way through instead of just fucking 
that lunging sense. into the craziest yeah. shit and being like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. Well, in my, in my defense, like I only did that after I lost ten characters, mm-hmm. and then was like, okay, I need to have one. It's like clearly the way to do this for me is just get all the renowned rewards with one. So that I don't have to worry about, because then I'll stop worrying about losing things, and then I won't care what different yeah, plans. Yeah, Does that make fair sense? Enough. Yeah, yeah, that's what I was going for. But it still makes sense to me what you're saying in terms of like I still I can't do what you're saying unless I have it not hardcore. Yeah, and like, you I, can't. I get what you mean. You can't fully experience the seasonal shit mm. and get the grind out unless you're going to be spending forty hours to get your character up to yeah. that point. Yeah, you know? yeah, like um, it's just it's uh, well, low risk, high rewards. <laughs> uh, no, Wait, low uh, risk, low rewards. High risk, high rewards. High stakes, low risk. Is that what yeah. it was? High stakes, low risk. Yeah. This is going to be low stakes, high risk. No stakes. No stakes. Fucking ridiculous risk. <laughs> like you're going to die so much that you're just going to be like, yo, what the fuck? I need to change something, and then you'll need to like tweak some stuff. And it's okay. like, holy shit! Like, no, this doesn't just. You can't. You can't bullshit your way through this stuff. Like you, okay. you really need to focus your stuff, okay. or like you're just. <laughs> and even still, even all right. If... L- listen, can I do a sorcerer for it? <laughs> yeah, I'm in. Yeah, <laughs> go for it. That was just that was a lot of fun uh, when we tried sorcerer last time. Yeah, I, nice. I, the dope. first time I've tried a character not through it, and I was like, okay, yeah, this is pretty. Sorcerer, you know, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to take necro because that's. I feel like it's kind of you. Uh, I got a necro, but I've got a bunch. Um, I you, might. I like. You know how it is. I really like yeah. rogue. Um, Fair. Yeah. yeah. I I really dig the necro too. Barbarian's pretty dope. Druid is my least favorite. Mm. Um, I like him so far, but also I'm on low difficulty. And sorcerer, I loved for a certain point, and okay. then like at a certain level, I was kind of hmm, not feeling it so much, and. Um, I think I just kind of stopped at like level 50 or something Um, and just kind of lost interest. Didn't feel as good? No, it was, no, definitely not compared to my Necro or, no, not compared to anything, fuck. It was just kind of, she felt squishy. Oh, yeah? Mm. Hmm. And not, I'd never played one before. Right. So I was just kind of freewheeling it and, uh, hmm. Yeah, not the best, but but I've seen people do crazy shit with it. Okay, like, uh, okay, well, I that's think encouraging. It's, yeah. yeah, like the lightning. I, I like sorcerer are... a lot from two. Mm. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think the lightning ones are like up there with the highest damage dealers. I don't know, man. It's changed well, so much. We'll see, man. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, I'm. I'm. If it's only a few hours, hey, I'm down to try this power level method. Plus, also, you have a point. Like, it will help me understand the game for hardcore. Well, it's it's a totally different game. Like the this whole uh, seasonal shit and the the construct and the the power leveling and the whisper smith or not whisper smiths uh, tree of whispers and the like the world boss like it really is a different game hmm. um, and if you can bang it out quick uh, all the all the paragon shit like if you fill up six paragon boards you know your character is very different hmm. um, like very different interesting and. Uh, I don't know. I think it's worth, worth a doing. shot. Yeah. yeah. I mean, if it, it's a couple hours here and there. No, for sure. For sure. Plus, like I said, I mean, it's like, it will also train me for hardcore. Because yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll get to see bosses for the first time that I will probably be dying on in hardcore. You know what I mean? I would imagine. Yeah. 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 So okay. there's always that. I think it's fair. Anyways, I mean, I was going to say, do you want to tell me what you've been playing? But I don't know. Have we just... It's a, only been a little bit of Diablo with, uh, with Derek here and there. Again, Maybe I... I can ask you, how do you like Season of the Constructs, Constructs so far? It's cool. Yeah, it's neat. I liked the last season. 
Uh, I didn't put much time into this yet, but uh, wow, okay, whoa, um, <laughs> whoa, whoa. Uh, I didn't put much effort into the seasonal content on my first character when I started this season. Okay. Um, then I started another character, and it's and I pretty much just focused on the seasonal stuff. Sure. And it's like, and I still haven't finished the season. <laughs> like, like, I only to the point only to a point you know and then i just kind of have been grinding xp or like power leveling mm. and um i'd like to check out the rest of the content honestly hmm. um there's stuff to check out like, okay that i just we've just been grinding i've just been power leveling. just been grinding levels yeah, yeah. basically yeah. the last couple of times we've played it's only been again a few hours here and there right but i'm like okay this is let's get as much xp as possible right wow here I am. <laughs> we'll see. Cool. Um, well, yeah, what about uh, Nier Automata? Yeah, Nier Automata was uh, cool. There was... Um... I, I Let me just say first, I, I was really shocked to see you. It's not the kind of game that I thought you would be into. Me neither. Um, at all. And uh, the reason I checked it out was because um, Jazz got Crunchy Roll, okay. the anime streaming site. I'm aware. And... Um, she was putting on like the craziest, dumbest shit I've ever seen in my life, and um, and I was like, "Hey, wait, what's that?" On the like, uh, I was walking by, and I was like, hey, "Wait, wait, what is that?" Like near Automata, like it's a game. Like oh, I'll be down to check out an episode with you later. We threw it on, and I was like, "Yo, this world is actually pretty fucking cool." Hmm. Um, I'm feeling this. I'm kind of in like I'm. I'm curious about this world. Sure. So I just went down the. Oh no, I watched a skill up review. Right. On it, and um, yeah, within a couple of minutes, I was like, okay, I'm gonna just check the store, and the store had a free demo. So I was like, perfect. Mm-hmm. I'll try out the demo, and I played the whole fucking demo in one sitting. Really. And was just like, dude, this this game has something for sure. Like it's very cool. <clears throat> That's crazy. Very different. I really feel like you would fucking love it huh. um, in terms of the weirdness of it. Like yeah. The angle, like, you go, you're third person, you're running up this way, and then all of a sudden it's, like, 2D and, like, you're jumping up some shit, and then yeah. it changes to, like, top-down almost so for some concept, and then over here. Yeah, and you have this, like, robot following you around, like, pictures. shooting and stuff. Like, very cool. The combat's hmm. actually really fun. Okay. Um, it feels good. Huh. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's already like kind of a rare high praise, you know. I was shocked, yeah. honestly. I was just like, what "Weird, the fuck is this?" You yeah. know, and um, I didn't. Uh, buy I'll be it honest. Yet. I think I dismissed that game as just like JRPG nonsense when it came out. A hundred percent. I had zero interest in yeah. looking at the review from the outside. It just, it, you know. But also, it came out a long time ago, right? Uh, it doesn't feel like that long ago, but you're probably right. I believe it was like 2016, maybe. Um, I don't. I don't know. Maybe fifteen. Seventeen. Seventeen. Okay. So yeah, seven years. Six years ago. Seven years. So. Yeah, six seven years. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Crazy man. I, I had no interest in it, but again, after seeing an episode of this anime, I was like, yeah. the world is kind of cool. That's awesome. Uh, let me try this game, and because uh, the anime too, I was like, yeah. oh fuck, I'm like, I could. Yeah. Okay. So that's obviously a boss in the game. Like, uh, oh, I'm right. like, this is so terrible. It's <laughs> like, yo. <laughs> You're walking into a boss room here. <laughs> <laughs> Some crazy shit happens. That's kind of awesome. I'm like, yeah. 
Whoa, that's kind of creepy and cool. That's, um, yeah, neat story, neat, uh, really cool uh, world. So, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of myself here, but I feel like. I feel like most people I know and most journalists and podcasts I listen to, everyone's really stoked about this. I mean, we're right about to get into State of Play, right? Mm-hmm. Stellar Blade from State of Play. Yeah. You know, I look at that. I hear a lot of people comparing it to Near, uh, uh, Near Automata. Mm-hmm. Um, and I look at that game. I mean, I guess whatever. For all intents and purposes, we're going to talk about State of Play. Mm-hmm. Let's go ahead and start now. Unless, yeah. I mean, does that no, pretty no, much... No, definitely. I don't have anything more to add about, so, you know... No. Yeah, Stellar Blade. I'm. I think it looks awful. I don't know what you think, um, but I. I guess what I was going to say about Near Automata is that I'm just really happy that games that look like this that you know because I feel like there's that JRPG look of mm-hmm. like you know Xenogears, Near Automata, Stellar Blade that's coming out. These sort of all these games, whatever. A little bit Devil May Cry. Although I feel like Devil May Cry has its own okay. sort of unique identity. Yeah. You know? But it has a little bit of the look of these type of games. Definitely. Um, and I'm just happy to hear that, you know, because the things people say about Nier Automata, because I looked it up a little bit after you told me that, right? Mm-hmm. And I watched a bit of Skillup's review. I also just checked, like, some reviews on Metacritic, like, little blurbs of, like, what people are saying about it. And I was really happy to see people speak so glowingly about this type of game. Because when I saw uh, Stellar Blade... I was just like, it reminded me of all the horrible things about JRPGs that I just cannot fucking stand. I think Stellar Blade looks completely repellent. Mm. Like, the dialogue looks like some of the worst I've seen in my life. Yeah, that's The no writing doubt. is awful. The combat looks, to me, boring as fuck. Mm. Like, the world looks, I don't know, stupid and whatever. Like, just kind of um, creatively uninteresting. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I do kind of like the visuals. I could say that. You yeah. know? But other than that, like, the game just, it couldn't look worse to me. Yeah, you know, fair enough. I don't see what people see about but maybe I mean coming from near automata does this strike any chords with you? Like I don't uh, I mean again people are comparing them. Yeah, it does remind me some, some of the it, it does parts of it remind me again I never actually played the full game. Fair. Uh, so but at I, least the demo, I mean you have a demo, lot more experience yeah. with it than I do, right? Yeah. yeah. Um based on the demo, yeah. I mean a lot of it seems very similar. Yeah. <laughs> um well, post-apocalyptic Earth, whatever. Yeah. Got your flying thing flying yeah. around. Yeah. It probably shoots stuff. A lot of the camera angles, a lot of the stuff looks the same. You know, this is a different ridiculous-looking outfit. Um, yeah. <laughs> hers is just as ridiculous in here Automata. I recall. It's like... I mean, what do you expect, you know? Um So what, you know, what does Nier Automata have that Stellar Blade doesn't? I don't, you know what I mean? Like, What's... Well, it might just be a really. This might actually be really cool, you know. Like you it think? might be similar to this in terms of just like, because again, looking at Near Automata, I was like, I, this doesn't really look like anything I would possibly be interested in. Is and then trying it, I'm like, this is actually incredibly fucking fun, and I'm really digging it. Um, what about at least you know maybe we can address the bad dialogue, like because in my opinion, in Stellar Blade, the dialogue was just atrocious, right? It's poorly written. No, it's, and it's unreal. Some yeah. of the worst acted stuff I've ever heard. You know, mm-hmm. um, which contrasted to stuff like, say, for example, from software, they use extremely talented voice actors. The dialogue is expertly written. Mm-hmm. It does not have to be bad, right? Like yeah. we've seen examples of it being good. So, I mean, is the dialogue like near Automata different, or or is it remember. also sounds bad? It's just more the world that's cool. I honestly, I don't recall. Yeah, it was a demo. It was I don't yeah. remember I'm even just curious. hearing. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! It was terrible. 
Really? Yeah. 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 Okay. No, I remember somebody flying so in and it was that. just like, yeah, yeah. No, it was very <laughs> JRPG, just like. Yeah. Felt like a PlayStation game. Right. You know. So whatever. how do you get past the that that part? You know. <laughs> I guess that's, that's not the part that's fun. Okay. I see. You're not playing it for the dialogue and the story. It's okay. not like Alan Wake or something. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like okay. No, okay. it's just wicked awesome. Okay. Fighting and like. Okay. Cool enough world and like oh okay. look what I can okay. do now and like all right interesting I don't know yeah. I'm just maybe thinking I was maybe. missing the point a little bit you know I don't know uh. <laughs> I'm just thinking maybe this is gonna have similarities to near automata sure. and if it does great if yeah. it doesn't well I probably won't jump on it I mean until skill up says like, I, I know it's, it's not phenomenal for me, but, you know um, yeah yeah I do I mean hey uh, I do intend on I would like to d- fully digest that skill up re- review of near automata mm-hmm. just because I'm curious you know yeah um, but. I mean, yeah, in, in, for me, his opinion carries weight, so, you know. Absolutely. If he says good stuff about it, I'll, I'll well, probably check it out. That's you know? what made me try the demo. And it's free, yeah. you know? So sure. it's like. That's a good point. Yeah. Dude, it, and it was like a, a couple of gigs. It, I think it took like. Maybe I'll try it too. I mean, you got me curious. I don't know. It took know. me like 10 minutes to download or something. Cause I've like never gotten into a, a JRPG like this and like, uh, since I was a kid, maybe. You I know? don't even know if I would. Those like anime style sort of like. You know? I mean, I guess you could technically call it a JRPG or whatever, like that. I don't know, but it to me JRPG is like a lot of the shit jazz plays kind of some of the stuff. Those are also JRPGs, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. it's like on a different level to this. <laughs> like that is like you know Well like, there's low production and high production JRPGs. Those are low production. <laughs> either way. I'm just saying like, these are like the creme de la creme of JRPGs, you know what I mean? Right. And I'm like, whatever. Final Fantasy I never liked, but I mean like neither did I. Well, whatever. I like the old ones, but not as soon as they went three D. I never like. I, I don't care about them. Period. But it's like they're always ridiculous. You know, they're always yeah. terribly dubbed. Um, yeah. What do you expect from that? You know, it's. Uh, I don't know. Personally, I don't think there's yeah. anything wrong with it. I think a lot of people like those type of games. Yeah. A lot of people like anime. Yeah. You know, and they they don't mind with the terrible dubbing and all that. Yeah. It's part of it for I just them. Can't stand that shit. Yeah. I can't either. Um, <laughs> I don't. I so don't get it. I. I, I gotta say though this. For the most part, this near Automata show was pretty decent. It did actually, at certain point, it did totally go in the anime way that you would expect. <laughs> Over the top, ridiculous shit. And it's just like, okay, I yeah, know I hate this, but it was enough to get me interested in the world. And um, yeah. I might check out another episode of it eventually. Sure, sure. I might actually buy the game at some point. I don't I, know. I, I would fully support that just because for, for me, it's just like, I'm so, it's so fascinating that you play something that different. Yeah. You know oh, what I mean? Because yeah. it's so off the beaten track for you. you know? Well, of course, I, again, it's the episode. Yeah. Skill up review. Sure. Free demo. I mean, hey, man. The Holy Trinity that was just like, yeah. all right, well, yeah. you're going to fucking try this game now. Yeah. And um, <laughs> if you don't, you're an asshole. You know? Yeah. Uh, so. Well, hey, man, I'm glad to hear you're you're enjoying it. Yeah, but... no, it was, well, again, I just, I did the demo. It was really cool. We'll see. It makes me curious. Yeah, no. Uh, anyways, back to the state of play. It is also single player, by the way. Right. Yeah. I don't play single player games. True. Yeah. So. Again, another weird reason why you checked it out. You know what I mean? Like Demo. <laughs> still. Still. You know? mm-hmm. It's an old game. You, had, you didn't have to check it out. You know, but I'm, I'm just, yeah. With the skill up in the demo, I kind of did. <laughs> and the anime. Well, the anime got me to check out the skill up. Right. The skill up got me to check the store. The store showed me the demo, yeah. and I was just like, well, fuck. Um, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. Know. Back to the state of play. Mm-hmm. So, Stellar Blade. We'll see. Very, yeah, whatever. I mean, I mean, yeah. I can see some similarities. It doesn't mean. I, I hate it, but listen, I don't know. You know? Yeah. There's um, an awful lot of little menus on the screen, and not menus, but little. 
uh, icons and stuff. Uh, I, it just, yeah. I literally hate everything about it. But, <laughs> but, I, but you know, Nier Automata looks like the same thing to me from the outside. So I don't know. Right. I don't know. So yeah. we'll just see. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. People seem excited about it. Okay. Uh, after that, we have Sonic Cross Shadow Generations. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? I agree with you. Moving on. Zen- Zenless Zone Zero. Um, I actually completely forgot what this was. I think I need to check. Okay. Oh, this is the weird... Yeah. You know, honestly, to me, this looks better than Stellar Blade. I don't want to play either of these, but... This does not look better than... For me, this looks better than Stellar Blade. (laughs) Not to me. Anyways, uh, that doesn't do much for me, but... No, not at all. Yeah. After that, we have Foam Stars. I'm sure you'd love it. Are you for real? (laughs) Uh, Um, uh, Yeah. I think I should feel insulted. (laughs) (laughs) What, you don't? You don't want to play this? I think it looks awful. Foam Stars? We are talking about the sort of like, uh, you know, what's that that game on Switch? Splatterhouse, Splattertoons, Splatter. Oh, to me, it's a Fortnite meets Tony Hawk. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't you'd love really it. like either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> so, Foam Stars, whatever. Yeah, big time, uh, whatever. Dave, Dave the Diver, ridiculous. This game apparently has cachet, but I'm uh. I'm I'm kind of really not into the whole like throw throw some random thing in an existing game. Interesting, like you yeah. know what I mean? No. Mm-hmm. Same thing with um. Remember the 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 Castlevania in Dead Cells. Mm-hmm. Right, it's like I want a new Castlevania in the style of Dead Cells. Yeah, but I don't so much want you to just shoehorn in Castlevania creatures into an existing game. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. So that's kind of a no for me. Yeah, no, but definitely. I, I know the game is popular. Um, what about V Rising? Are you in love? I was more interested than a lot of the other stuff in the showcase about that. I was more interested Put in this than anything else in the showcase. Um, I think it looks kind of cool. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, okay, wait, well, okay. Yeah, no, to me, this is the most interesting thing in the showcase. Um, a big uh, mix between um, Elden Ring and Diablo. I was going to say uh, Blood Omen Legacy of Cain. Okay. Vibes of, I mean, vibes of the old Blood Omen Legacy of Cain, you know? Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It looks weird and different. And it does. It a does. little cheap, but... Uh, For sure. Whatever. Yeah. Who cares? That's not, that's definitely not necessarily a problem. No, no. Depends on the game, you know? And apparently, I mean, I read some stuff online about it. People seem to be stoked about it. Mm. Like, the reception seems to be good so far. Okay, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm, I'm kind of curious about that, too. Um, Silent Hill, the short message. I feel the same way. Silent Hill 2... I thought looked kind of rough. Dude. Yeah. It would be... Yeah. No. So you watched this, huh? Yes. And yeah. I, and come on now. Yeah, I mean, I, w- I was pretty excited about this, and I feel like they are dropping the ball. And I, I don't, you know, that's a little embarrassing for such a story franchise. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, well, mean, we'll see when it actually comes out. But yeah, this this looks to me like not a very good uh, successor to something that people loved. Not at all. <laughs> Including myself. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's rough. You know, that that, that hits me in the gonads a little bit. Oh, it's great. <laughs> How about Judas? New well, game by Bioshock, Ken Levine. Yeah, I was going to say, that, I mean, it looks right up your alley. Yeah, yeah, it, it, it kind of is. I think also a little bit ironically, I mean, System Shock and Bioshock are some of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody who listens to the show knows this. Um, but, you know, I almost feel like in a way, when Atomic Heart came out, I was like, wow, this is, this is a great way to do Bioshock 2. I mean, I still haven't played... 
Atomic Heart. And I think Atomic Heart is not going into the same depth of like themes and like story stuff right, like right. Ken Levine does. Because those games do have some pretty exceptional story beats, right? Yeah. Um, but just visually speaking, like Atomic Heart really, to me, felt like a successor to these things. Right. Spiritually, at least. And it's almost like now that I see a new game by Ken Levine that's sort of in the same style of Bioshock, I almost feel like... But this isn't different the same way that, like, Atomic Heart was different, and that was cool. Yeah. But similar. And now this, it's sort of like, I feel like it just kind of looks like those other games again. More of the same, yeah. Yeah, and I don't know, I'm not as... Like, I believe in Ken Levine, if that makes sense, but yeah. I'm not really that excited by this anymore. I don't know. Fair enough. You know, I mean, still, you know, I can't not pay attention to this game, mm-hmm. so we'll see, you know, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh... I'm not interested Unfortunately, I'm, I'm actually not that excited, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. moving on. Metro Awakening VR. Anything VR pisses me off. Kind of with you there. Although I will say that I thought Legendary Tales looked kind of cute. <laughs> no. The the hack and slash. I'm uh, sticking to it. No, Anything that's fair. VR pisses me that's off. fair. That's fair. Sorry I just thought Legendary Tales looked like. Is it multiplayer? I can't tell, but it looks ridiculous. Yeah, I don't and know. Uh, I thought it looked kind of fun. Dragon's Dogma Two. I mean, okay, looks really cool and everything. It does I'm not into it, but neither am I. I mean, Sheldon, I'm sorry. It, it, it the 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 footage looks freaking crazy. The visuals are like pretty nice. Yeah, no, it huh? looks wild. I'm, yeah. wa- I'm watching the exact same thing. Nice. Um, <laughs> no, it looks absolutely wild. But I mean, it doesn't do anything for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I don't know why I remain sort of a little just not into this game. But when I see the footage of it, I also agree with you. I think it looks really, really cool. It looks very um, well done. You know, I'm, I'm watching this, the wizard now. And Dude, like when he does ice and he runs yeah, up the ramp, come it's on. It's fucking cool as shit, you know? Very cool. M- maybe, you know, maybe I'm just sleeping on this game and I shouldn't be. I don't know. I think you, you should know? check it out. I know that Sheldon is upset because this didn't make it onto either of our most anticipated of 2024 lists. Mm-hmm. And listen, maybe he's right. Maybe it should be. I don't know, you know? But, yeah. Uh, it does look pretty good. I feel like I tried the first one. Oh yeah, and I was like, "Ooh, yeah." These the the controls were weird. Yeah, when I look at it, that's what I think too. But then so many people, like I, like several people I know, are like, "Oh man, that was like one of my favorite games ever." Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like Sheldon, my buddy Fred, he loves it too. Um, I don't know. Yeah, yeah but, either way, uh, I mean, it's curious, interesting. Yeah. It is interesting. Rise of the Ronin. Rise of the Ronin looks like more um, complete brain fart. Um, Sucker Punch. Yeah, Sucker Ghost Punch. of Tsushima. Right. Yeah. Um, so it just looks like more samurai stuff. Cool yeah. with some, you know, flying and all that. Yeah. Like Nito. Uh, great. <laughs> I think I feel similarly to you. You know, I, I'm kind of. I got my fill. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, I really feel like Ghost of Tsushima was beautiful. And if I wanted more samurai stuff, I'd probably go Sekiro. Mm. This is cool. I would love to see what you think about Sekiro. That yeah, would be it really, really doesn't interest me. Um, no? it, it never did, and um, it just has such good mechanics. You know? yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. this, but this also looks more Sekiro than uh, Ghost. True. Uh, yeah, which I neat, but yeah, doesn't really do anything for me. It looks very competent. Also, it doesn't do anything for me either. Exactly. But it looks very competent. The combo attacks and stuff also feel very uh, uh, Devil May Cry. Yeah. Um, True. Yeah. Which is very different from. Ghost of Shima, and I think totally. probably Sekiro as well, right? Yeah, or to- uh, there, are Sekiro there crazy combo one, attacks? That, uh, kind of, yeah, but it's like this, you know, the timing is just so important, mm-hmm. and like the, um, the the combat system is really precise. Okay. It's not sloppy at all. Like there are crazy combos, but like this doesn't look sloppy either, to tell mm-hmm. you the truth. 
Well, it looks sloppier than Sekiro, but okay. listen, everything is sloppier than Sekiro. I mean, it's just, you know, mm. it, they're kind of, in a way, you can't compare from software games to, like, normal games, air quotes. You know? Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it looks good. I don't know. It, it yeah. looks interesting. I don't want to play it, but I think it looks good. Yeah. Uh, until Dawn, I mean, this is just a port. Yeah, right? who cares? Um, game was cool when it came out, but I don't think we need to see more of that. That's it. And last but not least, Death Stranding 2. Yeah, I mean, not for me. Um, kudos to... Uh, them sure and, uh good stuff the first one was weird and i never played it but it looked really weird yeah i hear it did some neat things i, I know um, people that swear by it yeah right yeah. so cool got a sequel good for you enjoy doesn't do it for me but whatever i i i actually i this this trailer blew my mind no yeah. yeah. i thought this was incredible yeah like i watched it I was I didn't it's kind of like I didn't think that much at first and then I, after I got halfway through it I was like this is kind of wild. Then I watched it again and I was like yeah this is really wild. I'd like to see a movie. Yeah. I don't really want to play They are kind of like that. I don't want to play the weird, game. You know? I'd, I'd like to just see a mini series of an animated mini series or something or even a live action well probably not. Probably needs to be animated for this weirdness. It's so strange. Yeah. You know like the hands around people's faces Dude, and stuff it's, like it's but, out there. You know I just yeah, I don't know if I want to play it either, but I am so fucking happy with what Kojima is doing with this stuff. Yeah. Like, that's kind of, I don't know. You know, that's, that's, uh. I certainly don't want I to. I have play so it. much respect for it. Definitely. And I feel like, you know, out of all the things in this, in this state of play, this probably has the most, the highest chance to get, of something to get me to actually play it. You okay. Know, like, I mean, maybe Judas will be amazing when it comes out. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But for the moment, it doesn't do much for me. But this, I see this and it like sort of reinvigorates you know, because also coming from fucking uh, Stellar Blade's complete horseshit dialogue, I was just like, okay, like, y- hey, dialogue can be good. Yeah. Like, yeah. acting can be good. It, like, why the fuck? Like, because I thought I was, I was losing it with Stellar Blade. I was like, why does everyone think this looks so amazing? Like, yeah. it looks so dog shit. And when I saw the Death Stranding trailer, I was like, I'm not crazy. Good yeah. things exist. You know, yeah. like, I don't know. You know, so it's like. Compared to that, I would much rather, like, I'm happy to see something like this where it's like, okay, he put in the time, yeah. there's good acting, the, the dialogue is excellent, like, but I feel like it's you've a got lot my attention. More, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like it's a way more integral part of the game to be taken I suppose. super serious, yeah. and it's probably dark and pretty morbid, and, yeah. you know, all of that stuff is built on dialogue and, and, yeah. and acting, right? Whereas in I just can't deal with bad the dialogue. other one, just, the other one looks like, JRPG, just like, oh, yeah. hi, what are you doing? Oh, yeah, can God. you go get me some flowers? Oh, <laughs> I need to make some pants. It's like, uh, okay. Thank uh, you for that excellent impression. Yeah, dude. that's perfect. You're spot on. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, I, and like, I think, you know, this, the fact that they have, it looks like it's way more action. Yeah. You know, there's like guns in this one. I don't know, man. It, it, it makes me want to play it. Like, will I? Probably not, but it makes me want to play it. It makes me want to watch someone play it. Yeah. That, man. I am totally with you. Right? Yeah, like, if, if my girlfriend was, like, for, she's not going to play this. But if, for whatever reason, she decided, like, oh, I'll, maybe I'll try Death Stranding, I would love to sit there and just watch what she's going through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It looks... It looks really visually impressive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like, I, I don't know, yeah. The first so one this really got me. was impressive, too, but this does look better. Something else. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. and it's, like, I, I, I guess, for, for me personally, like, I kind of just like action. Yeah. So it makes sense that I'd be more into this one. The fucking crazy Troy Baker scene with the guitar fight, like guitar sword fight, like hmm. I mean, what the fuck, right? Yeah, no, that's wild. It's this this whole thing at the end, yeah, where it's like also it's like he you know, he pulls off a mask to reveal this crazy face. 
Like, that's the face under the mask, right? It's, it's just, I don't know, man. Hmm. And then the fucking crazy guitar fight where he uses his guitar as a katana. And, like, who the... And every second person is like, who the fuck is this thing? What the fuck is this thing? Hmm. It's just so out there and weird. Six-string samurai. <laughs> but still fucking crazy cool. You know? Hella fun, like, yeah. Only Kojima can do this. Yeah, definitely. And I'm so fucking happy he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yep. <laughs> Anyways. No, I hear so, you. T- totally took the show for me. And I was just like, it, uh, wow, I'm that's, with you. that's incredible. You know? Like, thank thank you for ending on that, too. Like, yeah, I know. Yeah. It's probably the um, best call I could have. Yeah. Anyways. Stay to play. <laughs> It was a state of play. Yeah, it was. Death Stranding 2 does look pretty dope. It It, it is the best looking yeah, thing out yeah. of everything. I, uh, I kind of can't wait for that to come out. It's probably not going to be something I play, but listen. I'm going to watch I'm someone just, play it. I'm just so happy he's just... You know, it's like, after seeing Stellar Blade, I'm just like, it was such a, it's such a breath of fresh air. I'm like, thank you, God, that somebody is doing this stuff with dialogue that is amazing and like because yep. like from software can't be the only one you know like we need more no. than one like for sure but they have some of the best ironically from software has some of the best dialogue and acting in any video games like they're really top-notch their their voice acting and the writing is like um, i think they just need they to, have been since dark souls so. you know so many video games are just so epically bad that it's not something that i think a lot of people think about as being important you know um, where it's, yeah. there is so much that's so unbelievably bad, dude. Uh, <laughs> and then you have stuff like Red Dead Redemption 2. Or right? Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Don't get, like, I don't, I don't mean to whoa. give the impression it's like only like, you oh, know, no. Hideo no, Kojima no, 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 and From Software. No, no, no. You're totally right. Like, there are some thank that, God those games exist. Yeah, they spend, you know what I mean? spend so much money on Even Uncharted. On like, yeah. dialogue yeah, yeah. And, and acting in that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. thank you for doing this. No, it's you know, like. I feel like there's there's a good chunk of them that are decent, but there's just there's a certain tier for that each one there is. Like, they don't care. What ten thousand that are? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know. Yeah. yeah no, you're right. There's a certain tier that it's like, but it's like games like well, Resident Evil. I completely disagree. I think Resident no, no, Evil the is... new Resident Evil, Resident Evil, like by oh yeah, 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 they're like good. Seven. Yeah, no, they're amazing. That's yeah, what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And even four and five, it's like they're yeah. cheesy, but they're great. You know, Definitely. like they understand how to do that. Absolutely. You know? like, yeah. yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for pointing that out. No, that's uh, I forgot about that. No, I was I was thinking of Resident Evil Seven as an example of like phenomenal. 100% phenomenal it's dead serious and it is so well done yeah. like yeah no the acting is really really amazing the writing is incredible you know but um anyways actually you know what even even diablo 4 has some decent voice acting yeah and, uh, no the, i hey that's what i'm saying is like we don't need to tolerate this bullshit like stellar blade like we You're really right. don't we You're don't right. need to fucking tolerate you know what? This it why does anybody me, tolerate it this reminds me of another game a while ago you were checking out and it <laughs> i think you tried it and it just looked yeah. so over the top I know, ridiculous I know exactly in the dialogue what yeah you the do right wanted dead yeah right yeah i believe so i believe so <laughs> yeah but it's the same thing it's like did anybody that speaks <laughs> english even like go over this after like yeah what the fuck did that yeah, listen did the voice I misread actor, that one. <laughs> did the voice actor speaking English, like, or did the writer lie about actually speaking English? Like, what yeah. the fuck is going on here? And, and, like, I hate to admit, but, like, even Fallen Order is better than, like, that garbage. Like, sure. And I hate that. I hate that voice actor. Yeah. And but I, I mean, at least Even the writing is, like, pretty bad, but it's it's still, it's still way better than that. Yeah, Miles, you know? yeah. yeah. It's like some, someone somewhere puts some time into this. Uh, you know what, actually? Uh, a lot know. of games do. A lot of games yeah. really do put in the effort. Uh, I mean, I'm just thinking... Of like the Spider-Man, like Miles yeah. Morales, all these. It's just like for sure, man. From my perspective, it's like listen: if a game like Stellar Blade or Neurotomata is going to be good, 
then just don't have fucking English voice acting. Mm-hmm. Just put Japanese and with in subtitles. subtitles. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, you don't have to ruin it like this. Like, because then I'm not going to focus on this dog shit voice acting, and I'll focus on the good stuff about the game, which yeah. is the action in the world, and you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyways, uh, it's a rant, but, you know. Yeah. yeah. But actually, now that I think about it, a lot more things are way better done. Yeah. We don't have to accept of. this shit. I don't know. <laughs> I no, don't I'm know. with you. <laughs> Anyways. Um... All right. Pretty cool state of play. Yeah, not bad. Overall, I liked it, you know? Yep. Um, yeah. Death Stranding uh, stealing the show. Yeah. No, it was crazy, man. He's just so goddamn weird. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> Gotta get it to him. I love it, man. I love it. Um, so, I mean, it was a long show, but hey, I think that's all we got for you. Yep. I had a good time. Mm-hmm. Teague, nice talking to you. Likewise. Uh, and uh, listen, I guess we'll, we'll catch you next time. See you next time. Bye for now. Bye for now.